Welcome to Spielin' and Dealin', the Georgia High School Basketball Podcast. I am Kyle Sandy, the owner and founder of SandySpiel.com. And with me today, as always, is Ramin Forgani, the producer and moderator of the podcast. Ramin, it has been a while. We are almost in July. How are you doing, sir? I am doing as well as I could be during these summer months, Kyle. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm I'm doing well. We're about to hit the little doldrums of the dead period from the GHSA, but I got some Georgia State basketball to check out on Friday and Saturday. I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of high school teams from across the state, so that should be some good intel, and I've been trying to keep busy getting out to some play dates here and there, but it is about to be the dog days of summer once the school um the school appropriated uh scrimmages and whatnot come to a close, but we're gonna do our best to try and cover as much basketball as possible and we'll get right back out onto the AAU scene. But with that being said, we of course would like to thank our Spielin' and Dealin' podcast sponsor Sportal Space. Sportal Space helps teams find gyms and fields for practice or training and makes booking a gym as easy as finding a restaurant on Open Table or a hotel on Expedia. Check out Sportal Space every practice, every game. And with that being said, today we are going to talk about transfers, Kyle. No, we're not going to talk about the theory behind them or the rules or the GHSA. We're going to talk about the player-to-player movement. As many of the listeners to our podcast knows, we have a transfer list on sandyspiel.com, both boys and girls, trying to track all the transfers in Georgia high school basketball. If you know of any that are not on the list, you can shoot. Kyle a tweet at Kyle Sandy 355 or shoot him an email at Kyle Sandy 355 at gmail.com we try to make it the most comprehensive list in the state make sure we track all the movement and with that being said let's jump right into class 7a Kyle who are the big movements I see some out-of-state names coming into class 7a that could be making an impact yeah there's been a lot of names uh once we've done this this is about my third or fourth year doing the transfer list and you just get names and then at the end of it you look and say holy crap we got 120 names or so right now i think you just said we have about 66 names and we are far from school starting we still got over a month left before school starts so i'm sure there's some more big names that are coming down the pipeline there's been a lot of whispers about a lot of people and of course uh, I try not to put anything on here until I get confirmation. But you know, usually where there's smoke, there is fire, and uh, there's going to be some more movement as the summer heats up. But yes, you're right. Class seven A. We could start with a couple transfers that are coming in, and uh, Discovery got a really good one. I've seen him a couple times. Hassan Reynolds. He's coming in from Emokali, Florida. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right or not, but I believe it's a. Uh, it's the equivalent of a 6A school, so it's a it's a pretty large school, but he is going to help Discovery a lot. Discovery is going to put out a very nice starting five that has a lot of height, a lot of size, and a lot of playmakers. And Hassan Reynolds is going to be very important. He's about six foot four, 
more of a combo guard, but he has very good court vision. He is a flashy passer. He makes his teammates better. Um, just last year, he averaged 17 points, six rebounds, uh, under three assists per game. I think he's going to have a lot more assists in this discovery system. A lot of good talent he's going to be running with. Um, he can knock down the three-point shot, hit 45 threes last year. He's a very talented player. I think he's going to slide in with Discovery and bring them some great help. So he's one of the, the big names coming out of state. And uh, I'll jump down to, uh, I guess we'll, we'll hit some out-of-state guys real quick. Another 7A player who is coming from Stackhouse Elite, which Stackhouse Elite has had a lot of people play on that organization that have eventually ended up at Meadow Creek, whether fair or foul, I'm not here to talk about that, but it is factual. And Damian Dunn, a I believe he is ranked the four-star guard, about six foot four, coming from Kinston, North Carolina. He is coming over to the defending Class 7A state champions, Meadow Creek. Now, I have not seen him play. I looked a little bit at one of his uh, mixtape videos on YouTube, which you can make anybody look like a superstar with that, but. Got a nice physical frame. Looks like he can put the ball on the floor. He likes to pull up in the lane, get that mid-range jump shot going on. Now, I don't think he's much of a three-point shooter from all the uh, information I tried to gather, but he still averaged over 17 points per game, six rebounds, two assists, over a steal per game. So that's going to be another very big guard that they can pair with Jameer Chaplin over there at Meadow Creek. So that is going to be a very good backcourt once again. Uh, they, they got uh, the, the 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 youngster coming back uh, at point guard. I think uh, Kedrick Green. Uh, hopefully that I'm not uh, mistaken, but uh, he's going to be coming back for his sophomore season. So that's going to be a really good experience backcourt. So we'll be very interesting to see how Damian Dunn fares in Georgia because we all know Georgia uh, very difficult, but. He's coming from a very good pedigree over there in Kinston, North Carolina. And then our final one from out of state before I let you kind of direct me in some other directions of uh, who to talk about. But C.J. Hawkins over in Class 6A at Alexander. I watched him play a couple times. Now he's he's got that ponytail. He's got that look. He's about 6'4", 6'5". He's got a strong frame. Uh, I, I think he's a type of guy that could hit you up for 15, 14, 15 points a night if need be. But this is a guy that, from all accounts, talking to the coaching staff over there at Alexander, he's coming in and he's coming in wanting to win. He's going to accept whatever role uh, that that coaching staff over there wants him to play, whether he has to be the glue guy, if he has to be a, a, a rebounder, defensive role, a 3 and D type player. Uh, C.J. Hawkins is going to bring a lot of energy and a lot of help to Alexander. He's going to be able to play probably multiple positions, maybe you know, still minutes uh, at the the two through four position. But he's a physical kid. He can knock down the shot and he can play above the rim and throw down some strong dunks. C.J. Hawkins slotting in to Class Six A with Alexander. And how, how do I forget uh, another guy that's not? from out of state but Malik Battle who comes in from Douglas County another uh, a big piece that moved into Alexander he was great when I watched him play at that Alexander play date he has a chip on his shoulder he talks trash he can knock down some threes is a number one ranked team in class 6a but Alexander on paper right now I think they just finished up a 24 and 7 um, you know summer summer couple months here Alexander has looked really good over these off-season months, and I'm interested to see what they can do once the regular season rolls around because they do have a lot of momentum right now.
Looking at the rest of 6A, Kyle, we covered Alexander. Evans has got a few. Mundy's Mills getting a few. Names that have been kind of relevant over in the past season. Uh, what do you see there? Yeah, I mean, Mundy's Mill, they're uh, going to be coming to our December 8th Sportal Space, Sportal Showcase. Big, big, big matchups there. A lot of uh, good teams there. If you haven't seen that, we're going to have to probably do a podcast on that once we get closer to the season. But Monday's Mill, they got a, a big move in. Demarcus Fannin, a big physical six foot four post player. Just saw him play the other day. Uh, he can really score around the basket. He's going to help Monday's Mill out a lot. Uh, just his physicality, can roll hard on screens, uh, plays with his back to the basket. He's a, a throwback post that can really help out a lot. Uh, elsewhere, if we want to jump back up into 7A, Sam Hines, a six foot six forward, he leaves St. Francis and he's going to Wheeler. Wanted to play more of uh, a wing type role on the perimeter. He was um, relegated kind of more to a, a center power forward role as the tallest player on St. Francis' roster. He's a really good player. Um, now, he's probably not going to advance as far. I don't think he's going to play for a state championship, uh, at least this upcoming year, I guess, with uh, Wheeler, like he would be probably for St. Francis, who has everybody coming back except Hines. But, but this is another versatile piece. He's going to have a lot of opportunity to really show what he can do playing on the Class 7A level. Uh, Wheeler is rebuilding. they got a lot of, uh, you know, lost a lot of people to graduation. They're, they're going to be for a go-to player. Hines has many opportunities to really assert himself as a wing and, be look more versatile than just playing on the post and rebounding like he did for St. Francis, even though he, he, he did have a great season at St. Francis, but he wanted to showcase more of his skills over at Wheeler. And then Eric Coleman, who leaves Kingsridge uh, Christian going to Buford, he's going to be paired up with Marcus Watson. Those are two of the best small forwards in the state in the class of 2019, and they're going to be teaming up. Eric Coleman, uh, a very good player. Uh, that should be seeing a lot of mid-major offers coming in this season. Can shoot the three, has gotten so much better from his freshman season of being able to put it on the floor and create his own offense, uh, a cerebral player. He is going to be a great fit for Coach Eddie Martin, and Buford is loaded once again. Continuing the trend of 5A, Kyle, we saw Eagles landing get thrown around, lots of movement into and out of, and they have two transfers coming in in Class 5A. Yeah, they uh they have a uh, Kershawn Thrash uh, coming in. He averaged over 11 points per game. Part of that uh, Monday's Mill team, uh, but he's he's going to be heading into Eagles Landing. And then they have a about six 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 seven Izzy Momadou. I might be mispronouncing that, but he's a kid that I just heard he he came overseas from London. Uh, so he he he's going to at least provide some physicality, and uh, you know he might not be a complete polished uh prospect just yet i'm not sure i haven't seen him play but he uh, just looking at him he's he's got the build i'm gonna hopefully get my first look at him uh tomorrow with eagles landing but he's gonna be a uh, a big presence in the middle and on the wing that could really help out and uh two other schools that i would be remiss if we didn't talk about uh one school known for a lot of transfers one school not known for a lot of transfers and we'll start with dawson county and Dawson County in Class 3A, they just had a lot fall into their lap. Jasper Gibson broke out as a sophomore last year at Jefferson, averaged over 18 points per game, hit 82 threes. He's coming to Dawson County because his father took over the athletic director position uh, over there at Dawson County. So 
that's a that's a legitimate move right there. So there's a big shot in the arm, scoring on the perimeter. And then Dawson Christian Academy, I heard their athletics program is kind of falling to the wayside. I don't think they're going to be offering that. So you got a, a football standard in Ahmad Kamara, a great athlete from all I've heard, and then a six foot five wing in Luke Chisholm, who people have been saying for a while now he's one of the better players outside of the GHSA. We're going to get to see him. Uh, firsthand again at Georgia State coming up, so I'll be interesting to put my eyes on him uh, for the second time. I've seen him before in passing with the Atlanta All Stars, but he's been a big time player in the GSN or GSA or GICAA, whichever one they're coming from. If if him, Kamara, and Gibson can all mull together over there at Dawson County, I'm not going to say they're going to win state or they're going to even win the region because they're still stuck in there with the defending champs GAC. But Dawson County could see could see and could find themselves in the top 10 for a majority of this season if they play up to their potential so dawson county if you're a fan of up north georgia basketball dawson county could have some good talent this year and then of course to wrap it all up we gotta go at green Forest. uh again it's the team with the highest turnover every single season uh they had at least four new transfers um that i could tell by facial recognition i'm sure there's a lot more uh, there's always stuff going on over there, but Lamar Odin, he leaves Southwest Atlanta Christian, who was a first-team All-State 2020 shooting guard at six foot six, averaged 21.7 rebounds per game. Now he's going to Green Force. That's a guy that uh, might not have the the, the 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 massive fanfare because he hasn't played on really a, a, a great team other than his freshman year uh, when he was playing alongside DeAndre Ballard, who's now at Florida. Um, we're going to be hearing a lot more about him. He's one of the best players in 2020. You got RJ Nord who came from Columbia. Now he's uh, going to be entering his sophomore year. A guy that's very aggressive, attacks the basket, just a lot of energy on the perimeter. A lot of people like his upside. And then you add on about six foot ten, Christian Fussell. Started at Stockbridge, went to Holy Spirit Prep, and now he's on his third school over here at green force a guy that's very thin he's got to get a lot tougher got to get stronger inside but still he's six foot ten he has some skills he'll be able to help out and then the last one's a wild card he's been playing for multiple uh multiple schools this summer and this is about i think this might be his uh it was heritage i saw he was listed as alcovey once um he went to salem last year green force this summer walnut grove played with walnut grove this summer as well so that's what four or five schools right there avante letterer i don't know where he's going to end up if he's going to be playing or not but a 6-6 combo four that picked up a division one offer before last season started and then he got hurt and i don't think he played at all last year and never heard from him ever again but another guy that wherever he resurfaces he's going to be a pretty solid player for you but it just is going to be a matter of is he going to be eligible is he going to be at this school is he going to stay healthy but those are four big names at green force which really uh reloads the deck for him that'll pretty much wrap up our summary of the boys transfer quickly we'll jump over on the ladies side of the court not as many names here but a few that jumps out to us Lots of Gannett County transfers in Class 7. In class 6, say something you want to touch on. A transfer from Johns Creek to Northview, Kyle. Yeah, Markemia Lancaster. Uh, she is going to Northview, coming from Johns Creek. So that's Region 7 right there. Um, she's going to be an important piece. Now, she kind of is going to provide that Shannon Titus-type role, but 
not as good of an athlete, not as active, but she is about five foot ten. She likes to grab rebounds. She's another ball handler for Northview. She can create her own fast breaks. Um, when I saw her at uh, UGA team camp, but she t- tended to you know g- grab a rebound, then have her head down for the first three or four dribbles, uh, and kind of missed a couple people wide open. She would she would put her head up eventually, and she would get it there. But when you're playing the the you know the love joys of the world and those top echelon teams, uh, she's going to have to learn to once she grabs that rebound. If she's going to start her own fast break, her head's going to have to be up the entire time because those windows close so quickly when you're trying to thread the needle uh, to an open man down low. But Lancaster, she's going to be very important. With her versatility and her quickness, uh, another good athlete that can be used over there at Northview. And finally, we'll touch on a transferring Class A, uh, India Bellamy, going from Dutchtown to Elko. Yeah, she just got a Georgia Tech offer, I believe. She's got a lot of offers coming in. Um, She started at Eagles Landing Christian Academy, went to Dutchtown last year. Now she's coming on back. Average uh, close to 15 points, nine rebounds per game, and three steals. Pretty versatile post player, about six foot, six foot one. Um, she's going to help out a ton over there at Elka. And Elka, they're going to be building one of the best one two punches in the state in Class A private. Now, that's not going to mean they're going to be a state championship, you know, you know, a state championship for a team not named St. Francis, Holy Innocence, or Wesleyan, who always always somehow has players coming in there you know they always had the best talent in that classification there's always that one spot that fourth spot open for the final four and that's realistically pretty much should be considered a state championship if you're not a school that's going out and recruiting all these players like crazy and just trying to you know win 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 every single year um but eagles landing christian academy they might be the best of the bunch that's not that big three because she's going to be teaming up at warnica hip Average 24 points per game as a freshman, plays on the Poland national team, going to be a sophomore next year. You got a girl that's averaging 24 points per game, and you got a six foot one uh, mismatch problem inside that's cleaning up, and they got some uh, a couple other tranches that are supposed to be heading in that way. Uh, Eagles Landing Christian Academy might have two of the better players, two of the best players possibly in that Class A private. So it'll be interesting again to see how it all turns out for them. But again, once you find uh, that you got to go up against uh, those tough teams with Wesleyan and St. Francis and um, Holy Innocence. It, it gets a lot more difficult, but India Bellamy and Warnica Hip, that should be one of the best one-two punches and possibly maybe even the entire state. That'll do it for this podcast, Kyle. As always, we appreciate you for listening. Um, as you alluded to earlier, we will be out at Georgia State Team Camp, so hopefully we'll have some good content for the website on Twitter and to podcast about after that during the dead period covering the 4th of July. Um, on behalf of Kyle, this is Ramin signing off. <laughs>